Hello everybody, it's Grania Tyndall here, it's Numbers for Success and it's June 8th, 2020 and here we are with another podcast as we enter into the month of June and thanks again to all of the wonderful, wonderful listeners I am gathering all over the world and I'm delighted because my role is to help people to be the best version of themselves and it's through numerology it's through spiritual psychology it's through whatever ecology i can come up with in order to get people to talk listen and to become the best version of themselves and here we are in the lovely sunny southeast of ireland where i live and we are today embraced the new phase of the cocooning and the lockdown. And I have to say, I'm absolutely delighted. And I just hope and just really hope that we can continue and really evolve into exploring and learning and really enjoying the remaining part of the summer. So wherever you are in the world, after this extraordinary time of of absolute evolution and revolution, which is actually occurring on the earth right now. Um, may you be safe and well. And I mentioned before one of my previous podcasts, as a numerologist, 2020 is, it's a fascinating, you know, year in terms of the numbers because the two is about the choices and decisions and literally coming together collectively. And the zero is about fulfilled dreams and unlimited potential. And the fact that the t- those two numbers are on two twice on a line is very significant. So I know um, I've had a, quite a response around last week's um, podcast to do with normal people. The phenomenon which has taken on the world and which has got us through, which really has got us through the past, the past number of weeks as we're in cocoon, cocooning land. So for today, I wanted to look at balance and and look at there's a wonderful word which is very challenging to say but it's equanimity (laughs) and the power of equanimity and some of the great teachers talk about equanimity as being um, a time of balance but it's a state of mental and emotional stability and composure arising from a deep awareness and acceptance of the present moments. And equanimity is usually associated with the month of June and because June is smack bang in the middle of the year and it's number six in numerology, but it's also a time when it's everything is in full flow, everything is bright and everything is growing in its full speed and it's very beautiful. And I feel that the month of June is very much to do with the planet Juno and Juno is or was the wife of Jupiter and Jupiter is the planet of expansion and Jupiter in your chart in astrology I'm not an astrologer I just have knowledge Jupiter is usually to do with ideas expanding your awareness Sometimes it's to do with the body as well, the body expanding. And I'd say most of us have (laughs) had a Jupiter expansion moment during these past uh, three, four months of cocooning. However, it's very much about 
in terms of what we're speaking about today it's about the balance piece it's about the looking at where we are right now and I I just felt that was very appropriate because um, where we are right now is is quite an extraordinary time and so hopefully a lot of you listeners will you know have worked through whatever has been brought up for you during this period because I know I would receive a lot of calls from different people in terms of um, you know what's going on for them mentally and emotionally and spiritually and that's why I'm here to support people and of course you can contact me on numbersforsuccess.com if you need to contact me and you know people are either reacting in very different ways and that's what this balance piece is about the yin and the yang so the yin the balance of yin and yang uh, forces are considered essential really in a lot of traditions especially in asian societies and the yin is usually to do with the feminine energy and the yang is to do with the male energy which we all carry so it's just that balance piece and i suppose when you look at the world and what's going on right now you know again it seems very imbalanced in terms of what's going on we say in the united states um, to do with um, the various uh, challenges on the streets and the looting and what happened um, and with with george floyd etc again it's the imbalance of power and it's something we've seen throughout his history and possibly will continue to see until hopefully this is the year 2020 when the yin and yang can unite and the 2020 actually is very yin based it's very feminine based because the two is a feminine number and it's a number of feminine energy and as i've said before and i'll say again all of us have male and female energy we're meant to that's what makes us whole and that's what makes us balanced it's just that when one area becomes disrupted with over yin or over yang then the imbalance piece occurs and that can cause challenges so I just wanted to tell you a little bit about um, someone, uh, a character that I quite like. Um, he probably was turning in his grave by me calling him a character, but he was one of the greatest Chinese philosophers of our time. And his name was Latsu. And Latsu was born about 500 years before Christ. So he was an extraordinary philosopher who downloaded information uh, from, from source which which is still used today and he wrote 81 texts now they're like essays and they are still extremely prevalent today and so therefore he was the founder shall we say of modern day Taoism and the Tao is the Tao Te Ching is related to the Tao means the way so he basically was talking about the way, the way that we can live our lives, the way that we can live the best version of ourselves and so forth. And I, as a numerologist and, you know, I guess spiritual psychologist, I love the idea of using the great master's teachings. Obviously, that's a huge, important part to help modern day people like myself and pass on this information. And, you know, when we look sometimes to the past, we can get ideas of the present and the future. And that's what's happening now. Everything has been highlighted. Everything has been brought to our awareness and to the surface, whether we like it or not. And so good old Latsu, he very much believed in the practice of equanimity as a way of living, the way being the Tao. So I'm just going to read you a short little, it's it's just two little stanzas from one of his 
um, verses in the Tao Te Ching. And I think it's quite relevant. So if you look to others for fulfillment, you will never be truly fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. And when you realize nothing is lacking, the whole world will belong to you. Now, what do you think of that? I feel that that is a very powerful couple of lines. Now, as I say, he's written 81. I could say he's written thousands of different verses, a bit like Rumi, who was a Persian uh, philosopher in the 12th century. But this man was 500 years before Christ. So, you know, he really recognizes that if we experience this sense of balance, we'll be content with everything as it is. That means nothing is lacking or in excess. And it really is about acceptance. And I feel right now what we have all been through, gone through, still going through, is vital in order for us to continue growing and evolving during this incredible time of change to become and realize that if we realize nothing is actually lacking, therefore the whole world will belong to us. So I'd be interested what you feel about that. And this month of June, you know, as I said last week in my last week's podcast, it is a number one in energy terms of numerology because, as I said, it's a sixth month, June, and 2020 adds to a four. And so when you add those numbers together, you get the number one, which is the number one month as a world. So it's a new dawn. It's a reset. Press that reset button with a hammer if you have to because it's about completely starting anew. And that's where the equanimity, equanimity comes in. And I was asking my, my, my daughters, who, whose opinion I respect a lot, what would they like for me to talk about um, regularly enough? And they were suggesting, because obviously I've done numerology for 25 years with people all over the world, is to give you a breakdown of what the numbers mean. So what I thought I might do is get yourself a pen and paper and then you can pause this podcast obviously i'll keep talking but you can pause this podcast and you just have to write your date of birth down so that would be for example the first of september 1984 you write it all down with the 19 piece and just add all the numbers together and what will probably happen is you'll get a double digit number so for say for example you get the number 26 right when you add all your date of birth together this is just an easy way for you to do it and then just add two and six together and that means that you are a life path number eight okay now i'm going to go through it slowly um so off you go get a pen and paper write your date of birth down and come back to me when you have done that and i'm going to continue now doing the numbers so if you discovered when you added your date of birth together that you are a number one life path. Well, here we go. So the numbers, as you might recall, go from one to nine. There is no 10 in numerology. There's an 11 and a 22. Okay. So number one, number one, if you're a number one, you are meant to be your own person. You are the first to do things. You're meant to be a leader. You're meant to be a bit of an L maverick and you're meant to do things your way. But that doesn't mean that you bully your way through to get what you want 
It just means you find innovative ways to do things in your life. This is very basic. If you need a session, of course, talk to me again. If you are a number two, it means that you have an understanding of human nature. You probably have a great sense of liking the nice things in life and you have a real sense of also being able to see things from a higher perspective. And the one is the masculine number, the two is a feminine. So the one is a, a, a yang, the two is a feminine, which is a yin. So the number two, which is quite rare, by the way, um, is a number of um, someone who's very sensitive and has, loves the nice things in life and sees things. The number three, which is what I am. If you're a three, the one is the masculine, the two is the feminine, the three is the creation, which is like having a child, for example. Three are creators, artists, musicians, designers, um, people who love um, talking, like myself. So the three is about creation. So it's about expression. It's about the ability to be able to create. And all of us can create. And I'm going to do a podcast next week on about the fact that we're all creative. So three is creative people. If you are a four, the four is very much about stability, security. It is a yang number. It's a masculine energy. And it's very much about order systemize, structure, management. So if you are a four life path, you need order in your life. So write those lists, um, put alerts on your phone, keep yourself in order because the more you're in order, the more you'll flow, which is ironic. Five, if you're a number five, it's a balance between yin and yang and it's very much about freedom. So people who are five life paths definitely need a lot of freedom in their lives. And the, the reason they're here is to break through old passions and paradigms, but also to be free to be who they wish to be. That's interesting. Number six, Russell Brand, who's born this week, is a number six life path. And the six is very much the feminine. It's the yin. And it's very much about love and unconditional love. And if you're carrying a number six energy, you are all about love. You are all about relationships you're all about um, being the best version of yourself and sometimes sixes can suffer because a lot of it is to do with self-worth self-esteem and so forth so if you're a six life path um, you know it's very much about learning to love who you are the number seven uh, is a yang number it's masculine and it's to do with wisdom and learning and study and growth and the seven is usually, if you're a seven life path, you are here to continuously evolve and learn why you're here. So spirituality, psychology, philosophy, sociology, all of those things, all theologies like myself, numerology. And, you know, to be a seven life path is, is the wise one. I always believe it's to do with wisdom. The number eight is to do with success. So when you carry an eight life path, again, it's to do with the equanimity, it's to do with balance. Because if you look at the number eight, it has an upper circle and a lower circle, which is to do with the balance piece. So that's why it's important to um, uh, make sure if you're an eight life path, not to get into excess. Eights can sometimes get very caught up in the, the glamour of life, which is fine. But once the balance is there, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Number nine 
is the philosophical individual who looks at the meaning of life. So the nine is about endings and about, you know, it's about learning to learn to know when things are past or sell by date. And it's about your purpose would be to really be the humanitarian, to be somebody who, again, looks for the underdog. Um, and a lot of nines, people who are nines may have experienced bullying or may have been the bully. So it's it's usually the other way around, though. It's usually persons who experience the bullying or, you know, um, people taking advantage of their good nature. So, again, if you're a nine life path, that's important that you learn to assess, you know, and access information and supports to get through that. Again, this is very general. Um, when I do a chart, I mean, every number has a significance. Then the number 11, we spoke about that last week. The beautiful Paul Meskel and um, Daisy Edgar-Jones are both 11s, the humanitarians, people who see things from a much higher perspective. doesn't mean they're higher or better than us. It just means they have a high value on life and um, sensitivity. And uh, that's what the 11 is. The 11 is the master number. And it's a, it's a hard number to come in on because a lot of people who are 11s um, come in to really make major changes in the lives of themselves and lives of others. So it's quite a high vibrational number. The great inventors, a lot of inventors, male and female, would have been 11 life paths. And then the 22, which can add to a four as well. It's quite a rare number. It is the master builder number. And that is very much about really seeing things from a very high perspective, but yet needing to have order in order to do that. So that's just to explain that to you. Now, it's very brief. Again, I'd be delighted to do... Um, I, I do readings all the time and I have special offers at the moment. So please feel free to contact me on my website, numbersforsuccess.com and you can message me. And once you have the knowledge of the numbers, you therefore can then apply it to your lives. And that's why numbers and music and colour, as I've spoken about before, are so significant and they really help us bring the balance into our lives. And so for your message for this week, for each and every one of you, um, for the world is to focus on service so your soul desires only to joyfully serve and to swim in a constant stream of bliss this dream conditional continuously sorry uh, feeds you everything you need put your entire focus upon trying to stay in the stream of giving and receiving and in every situation and in all that you do so there you go again see when we're of service and that's probably it's such an important thing to keep us balanced and to keep the equanimity flowing. It's important that we give and we receive. And in order for that to happen, when you have more knowledge of who you are, and that's where numerology has such huge significance. So now you have an idea of your maybe your purpose and even a purpose, as I would say to clients, can be just to get up, even to get up and to to, to make yourself a cup of tea. That can be a service for that particular day. And so being of service is also not just getting caught up in one's whole experience. It's giving, it's being there for others, but also being willing to receive it as well. So dearest friends, I hope you enjoyed today. Um, as I say, I will be back next week and we're going to talk about all things arty and how to recover and discover who you are through creative expression. But for this week, have a wonderful week. Happy birthday, Russell. And next week as well, we'll talk about the Midsummers 
and the various traditions of um, the Midsummer experience. So many, many, many blessings to your friends. And I'll be posting this. And uh, if you need me to do an individual chart for you, um, I'd be so happy to do so. You can also find me now on Twitter. <laughs> I finally come to Twitter. So numbers for success. And I will talk to you very soon. Many blessings. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.